Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. CBS Sports Radio. Live from CBS Radio Studios in New York City, it's the DA Show with your host, Damon Amendolara. Featuring producer Mraz and the musical sounds of the Zap Zap Orchestra. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's D.A. Oh, happy, happy Wednesday to all of you. It's the D.A. Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's Mraz, it's Bogus, D.A. on paternity. But he joined us at the beginning of the show and will join us at the last hour of the show. In about an hour from now. We're a day ahead of the NBA draft. Pete the Body with us. Carlos with a shift with us. Patty Boyle has been on your updates throughout the morning. So, as we've been talking about throughout the morning, and maybe you're a third hour of the show listener. Uh, you might have seen some buzz on Twitter yesterday. And been wondering, maybe you're not. Maybe you're completely waking up blank. I shouldn't assume everybody's on Twitter or anything. I will be leaving the DA show at the end of July with my new role over on WFAN's new afternoon show locally in New York, a station that, you know, molded me as a radio listener as a young kid. Uh, the big, It's a big torch, whatever you call it, blowtorch station for this company. Not what you call it. No, what do you call it? I don't know. I'm not sure where you're going, but it ain't blowtorch. <laughs> Whatever. You know, it reaches Sorry, a lot of people. Eating my feelings over but here. But it's a big deal. Channeling your inner morass. Feelings. Uh, it's a big deal, and the company would like me to be a part of this and be, you know, another voice over there with my crazy giant Yankee Ranger antics and my je ne sais quoi that I've brought over here. They want you to hold the blowtorch. Um, it essentially materialized quickly over this weekend, and you know, was frankly an opportunity that I, I, I couldn't refuse. And refuse. With that, while very exciting and obviously nervousness, because I am not one who likes change. And you'll hear that from me. I mean, there's a reason I, I slung sandwiches at Subway for 10 years and didn't go try to find another job as I pieced together high school to college to my early part-time days in radio. Um I frankly could have sat here and died working with DA and been more than happy with the way my radio career unfolded. And you tried. Yeah. You tried to die on the yeah. air over the last decade. Um, Thank God they had that emergency <laughs> Pop-Tart to save you when you exactly. came close that one time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and, 
you know, this is going to be weird because, again, this isn't my last day on the show. We have three weeks of the show. So, I, you know, it's not like I want to give some kind of formal goodbye speech today. And I probably wouldn't even be able to say all the things I'm feeling right now because I'm, I'm still emotionally processing what a whirlwind, frankly, the last, you know, 120 hours of my life has been like. There has not been a lot of sleep. There's been a lot of, you know, discussions. My wife has been a saint um, the last five days. So I try to hold back tears here again in three, two, one. Is that why she was in a pirate outfit <laughs> sexually making hibachi yeah, for you? Was exactly. that a celebration dinner? Yeah, I mean, and just think about it. We come off the high of Bob's Bar, and then a lot of stuff unfolded, frankly, over the weekend and into Monday. Um, DA had some meetings with bosses on Monday, and that's why he had come in. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I haven't slept much because this is this has rocked me, man. This is... Um, it's very odd, and I don't want to come across as somebody not appreciative. It's very odd to be put in a situation that is very beneficial to your career uh, and a very enormous spot where a company views you as such an important part of such an important piece of the company, but it feel extremely, extremely sad. And it, I would be lying to you, and I'm trying to be as genuine as possible. It's almost more sad than exciting, and it doesn't. And I hate saying that because it. You know, I guess maybe in the company size, it would make them feel like I'm not grateful, but it's the truth. And I, I, it's because how much I love this place and I love this show. Well, it's also, I think that's the natural, like that's the kind of the way it should be because what's first is you leaving here. Like yes. when, you, when we get to the end of July and things are ramping up over there and you're taking fancy like promo pictures and you're, you know, people are excited about that new show and that new lineup on the fan. I think that's when it flips to being more excited than sad. You'll be reminded yeah. of uh, you'll walk through new. Well, unless you get here before eleven, you won't see Pete in the newsroom. But if you get, <laughs> I'll still be here. You see me go. Oh, he works with Pete. I miss Pete. I miss Da. Yeah. Then you'll get. You know, you'll periodically you'll be sad, but it'll be mostly the excitement of the new gig. But for now, the real emotion is leaving Pete. So I get it. <laughs> and look, there have been. And I get that a lot of it's good-hearted nature. There is absolutely an arrogance to certain cities and markets, including New York. And I have plenty of it. I'm sorry to laugh, but I just opened Twitter, and Zach Gale wrote maybe his funniest sentence. All right, go life. ahead. What does it say? Congrats to Ad Sean Marash on his new gig with WFAM. He isn't dying, parentheses, at the time of this post. But <laughs> just moving down the hall. That is perfect. <laughs> That, yeah, exactly. So, and that's the thing, right? We all have fun. I, I consider myself kind of like the, you know, we talked about newsroom leader, but I'm kind of like the newsroom jokester. I, you know, I've always been that way, high school, college, all of that stuff. But, you know, there have been several people who have left here and gone somewhere else, including there. And frankly, as much as I love and respect those people, there has been like a certain thumbing their nose at CBS Sports Radio after the fact, like, look, all these people are hearing me. And I have never once felt that way. And I want all of you out there to know, I love you. I mean... You are great radio listeners, great interactive people. Um, and, I, and I mean this sincerely. I don't think I'm viewed the way I am in the company, and I say that, I try to say that with no arrogance whatsoever, without you. You know, if people hate it, if you guys all couldn't stand me, hated me, I would have been gone a long time ago. You were part of the reason I am in this spot. And now as far as DA goes, there's going to be a zillion goodbyes between me and DA or see you laters because, as he mentioned, we want to try to workshop some things where I'm still around. But, man, one could say I was completely unprepared and underqualified 
to become the producer of the DA show back in 2013 when I was a, you know, a part-timer in radio, ironically, over at WFAN and making sandwiches as a subway manager. And I was putting two part-time jobs together, trying to make ends meet, already engaged at a young age to my prom date, who later became my wife. I mean, talking about buying low. Yeah. And things no, paying she, off for she's Danielle. she's been great, man. Oof. She bought stock of me, I guess. <laughs> We got a great above ground pool now. You know, <laughs> not enough to do many laps. Hey, but, afternoon drive time. Yeah, put that thing in the ground <laughs> soon, baby. So, Da didn't have. You know, I sat down as he's mentioned my unique personality, whatever. He liked me, and something meshed. And I didn't know when I sat down in that chair for that interview, it would truly be life changing, and it was. We went through overnights, evenings, middays. And for what, the last four or five years with all you guys in mornings. And every step of the way, whatever I needed, sometimes, you know, at times maybe the company ironically didn't value me in certain ways. DA took care of me. Um, He's been great. Uh, he probably doesn't even want me admitting this, but when we moved from overnights to evenings, it was a promotion for the show. This is 2015. The company themselves at the time, of which all the management is no longer here, did not give me a single cent on a raise. Not a single penny. And it was going to start costing me more money. I was going to have to take the train in as opposed to driving, which is ironic because now I'm taking the drive in. And there was a part of me that was a little demoralized, a little upset. And DA heard me out on all of this because he obviously knew it was a great opportunity for the show and he valued my importance to the show. And DA, out of his own pocket, Covered for a full year all of my travel expenses to make sure I could be here through the show. And I don't know that I would have said yes to moving tonight with him. I might have stayed on overnights, who knows, interviewed for Amy's job if he didn't do that. And was he hard on me at times in the early days? Sure. But it was all with a value and all with a purpose to get the most out of me. And like any good marriage, good friendship. There were, of course, times where we would get frustrated with each other. But the overwhelming 90% of it was joy, happiness, laughs. And it is very hard to go to a job every day that you love. And for 10 years, I love this because of DA. It was like working with your best friend. So I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss Pete. I'm going to miss Bogus. Miss Cap. And I hope the next three weeks are a, are a hell of a ride. But whatever the next phases of my career in this afternoon position locally, I uh, whatever falling forward jokes and rise I've had in my career is impossible without DA. So, I mean, honestly, I don't even know how to look him in the eye right now. Because this, this, this part of it sucks. But, you know, that's what it is. So, the show will go on. The show will thrive without me. Nobody's irreplaceable. But, uh, that is my brother right there. My mentor in many ways. And that everything I have, I mean... Uh, in these 10 years, I've gotten married, bought a house, had two daughters. With DA money. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't afford any of this. Without DA, you know, taking me under his wing and grooming me to allow me to be who I am today. I, I mean, this might sound crazy to people. Like, I frankly owe a lot of my life to him. So he has not stood in my way in this move, and I appreciate that. But this is, uh, that's going to be tough, man. I, I'm, I'm actually thankful he's from home today when he joins us in the next hour. I just, I, I can't do it yet. Like, I can't, I can't say goodbye yet, but we're going to have to figure out a way over the next couple weeks. So I love him. I love all you guys, and, you know, we'll, we'll press on, man, and we'll figure this out. And you guys are going to, you know, three weeks, you're going to be tired of hearing me cry, tired of hearing Pete cry, but we're going to, it's almost like therapy on the air. So plenty of fart jokes still to come, and away we go. I know I teased Victor Wembanyama, but. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pete didn't know the draft was tomorrow night. Uh, many of you might not have known that. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to sprinkle in some Victor Webinyama talk in just a second. I, I, gotta, I do have to break before because I can't yeah, gather myself no, no, no. in. I ran him through a personal combine last night at Yankee Stadium. So I've got some inside info <laughs> on me and my new friend, Victor. Um, maybe we'll do that next. But Cap also requested to Sean, for Sean to say that and get emotional. So we'll see what Cap wants to do next yeah, as well. Right. More people questioning whether I was genuine. When we come back, uh, it's the now DA you know show. Now on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I just want to curl up in bed and have a supersized french fry. I'm a big baby. Give me a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. DA on CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> That's exactly what Sean said during break, too. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. By the way, I've been dealing with so much, I got this text from my wife. Did you get to work? <laughs> what does that mean? I text her every morning just knowing I got to work, all right? I, my head is in a cloud. I never text her. It was 8 o'clock. She was, did you get to work? Put so the radio say, on. She hasn't listened. By the way, this is the one job somebody can have where if you didn't know if your significant other got to work, it's easy to find out. Yeah, you'll be able to tell on social media today if you got yeah. to work. Right. Oh, man. Unbelievable. 
All right. <laughs> it's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. DA will join us in about 42 minutes. I'm guessing me and Bogus are going to try to piecemeal some sort of permission granted podcast after the show together. The last thing I need is a side C punishment over the next two weeks. I mean, if, if, if there's any week that it would be allowed not to do one, <laughs> it would be this week because this technically should be an hour of reminiscing about Bob's Bar, but that almost doesn't matter anymore know. now. So, like, I don't know what we're supposed to do. It does matter. And it the two of you, you and DA can't sit down and start. Oh, we'll never make it through. And and whatever. We'll never make it through. Right. So, Four-hour podcasts. We'll never make it through. But we'll try. We'll be, you know, even if you get nine minutes of me and bogus accounts, all right? Put it up on the board. By the way, good luck to whoever has to start putting those things together. What a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, no thanks. Don't look at me. I have no comment. I'm out. Remember all those jokes? Hey, let's do a best of show. Let's find more work for Rez. Enjoy. Yeah. You know what? I'll Enjoy. actually get pregnant to avoid having to do that. Hey, I still got five weeks of paternity. Oh, man. <laughs> those epic fail editing, not as easy as it looks. <laughs> And don't even get me started on who's got to put together the 12 DAs this year. <laughs> we got a big folder. Already. Oh, man, there's so much we got to go through. Wow. Do well, I even have a vote at the end of the well, year? Here, here's the other thing, too. Someone mentioned it on Twitch, the year of the buffoon. We talked about it. The year of the buffoon. Yeah. What are we going to do with that? There's some stuff that's already in the system for 23. You might have to do a half year of the buffoon. It well, might come out of my that. My initial thought, at, you know, workshopping on the air is to do a... Decade of the buffoon and put a lot of the best of it. Well, DA's got a lot the, of paternity. That could take four hours. With we the can new do stuff, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll exactly. See. So, you got, guys, by the way, we don't have we don't know any of the plans for the next couple of weeks on my farewell tour, I guess. I don't know if somebody's going to give me a surfboard at some point. Uh, but <laughs> no, Not for me. We're no. going to take you a rocking chair of your discarded <laughs> exactly. underpants. Exactly. But uh, we're going to workshop through that. We're <laughs> probably going to like that yeah. one. <laughs> my and mic sh- wasn't on, but I was dying. <laughs> and it should be noted, I am off the week of July 10th, so you can yes. exclude that week of reminiscing. So that's you. the complication. Not only is this on Fast Forward to begin with, but DA is off for eight more shows than you miss yes. five. There's a 4th of July thrown in there, yeah. too. We have like seven shows left as a that's five That's the zone. problem, right? That's a big problem. And, um, yeah, I wasn't giving back that week of vacation because, frankly, I need it. I need an emotional reset. Uh, and I waited to take vacation because of all the paternity leave. <laughs> I, I, I love the workshopping of the gifts, though. Yeah. Going back to what you just said. Rocking chair, some Depends. Yeah. What else? <laughs> Fudgy the whale. Plenty of dude wipes. Somebody also asked, uh, was this in the works? Is this why he or should not be named flew in this weekend to interview? No. <laughs> I can say definitively, <laughs> no. 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 I can say definitively. Not even a little bit. They're not that smart. <laughs> Um, sports, uh, Victor Wimbanyama threw out the first pitch at Yankee Stadium last night as obviously the draft prospects will go high or in the uh, New York City area as the draft will take place at Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And uh, kind of cool to give the potential first overall pick, which you couldn't really do in other years if there was no unit. Like Anthony Bennett wasn't throwing out the first pitch at City Field. <laughs> right. He's just such a unanimous first overall pick that we'll give him a chance. But what really went crazy, remember when, when the draft lottery happened – was it Woj that said, you know, basically he's the best prospect since LeBron or a better yeah. prospect, whatever that was. And we were like, all right, calm down. Wembenyama shocked everybody yesterday because he went out there to throw out. You could hide a full Major League Baseball in his hands. They are so big. Like, I don't know what, if they're officially measured, and I'm sure he probably doesn't have the biggest hands in the world, but it was jarring just how big they are. And he has become bogus, this world-class unicorn. I'm almost thankful for him now that he's going to San Antonio. Because I don't know how it's going to be like whoever replaces me. 
how you fill that kind of, you know, expectation. So I got a big deep dive on this last night. I was at Yankee Stadium, sitting there with my oh, son. Oh, that's right. You were yeah. at the game. I was at the game last night, sitting there with my son. I, op- I got my phone open for a second, and I see a tweet that says he's throwing out the first pitch. Holy cow. And then all of a sudden, you can hear the crowd start to murmur, and up from the dugout steps he comes. I've never seen, and I've been at NBA games. I've been around basketball players. The visual of him at seven foot four walking amongst regular human beings on a baseball field was startling. He is so tall and so long and so thin. He seems it should he should be affected by the wind. Like that's how tall he <laughs> He's is. He's got to beef up though. Then, but not even it's not even it's not even like a thin. I mean, he does have spindly legs, whatever, but I'm sure he's got more muscle than all of us combined. But when he's next to other human beings, it's almost laughable how tall he is. Like his two, I'm assuming, like NBA handlers, maybe his agent guys in suits running around all hurried, were barely crossing his belt buckle with their height. And then there's still a whole third of him. It was it was startling. And P.S. There was another guy walking through the concourse at one point that might have been seven foot one, regular guy. So there were like two seven footers at Yankee Stadium for whatever reason. But that's odd. But I, I this maybe this is way deep on like armchair psychiatry. The dude loved being there last that's good. night. Loved being the center of attention. He before he threw out the first pitch, he had a couple of baseballs in his hand. He's, like, getting sections to stand up. Now, he was then throwing lasers into the stand. Really? Reminded me of the guy who got hit in the face by the Juan Lagares throw when we did this. He was suing. I mean, somebody should have told him to calm down. He was throwing strikes into the seats and, like, deep into the first section. Like, somebody needed to tell him to slow down. But, again, he's loving it. He's throwing fakes. Not an American-born player that should be, like, familiar with baseball to do that. Now, the first pitch you might have saw, the first pitch sucked. But, otherwise, he... Could not have been better at being famous and the number one pick. That's important. Than in that moment. That's really important. I thought so too, actually. And the NBA is going to need. Look, one of the knocks on Tim Duncan forever was right. Very reserved to the point where I think people still undervalue how great he is in the pantheon of all time greats. Yeah. Now I'm sure in San Antonio there still will be some of that. But if you're what you're saying and what you're witnessing, it sounds like a guy who's going to be fun and embrace. I thought the so. Moment. And that. I mean, that's the bread and butter of the NBA. I mean, can we be real about the NBA for a second? The NBA is wildly popular, okay? And I think it's actually a good thing that we've had five different champions in five years. But even as sports fans, can we all kind of look at each other and admit there's a lot of the NBA that is puzzlingly boring as far as the in-game stuff compared to its popularity? Hmm. Uh, I mean, like, you wait for the end of game. You know, we all talk about it, right? You could you could tune in and right, 10 minutes left minutes. and you feel like, yeah. you know, and... I would argue regular season-wise, I'm excluding hockey from this a little bit. You know, summertime, you know, you have a beer. It's more of a casual event. There are times you even go to an NBA game you like. You just feel like you're there for, like, the in-court entertainment stuff or to see the stars. And you're there for the stars. I mean, they're playing music during the action to just get your attention. And you want to watch stars play more than you want to watch teams play, if that makes sense. And it's it's a unique sport in that. And they've done a great job in marketing their stars, and I think that is why they're popular. You know, during the regular season, you never see an ad where it's focused on, you know, catch the Timberwolves and Nuggets, 1030 TNT. It's Carl Anthony Towns takes on Nikola Jokic. They, they're ingenious with that. 
So having a, no, a guy who has this much hype embrace what is going to be thrown on him where he's insanely marketed, I think is huge for the NBA. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't want to read too much in the way he handled it last night, but that was my takeaway. was like you could be, you know, being not just the number one pick, but being was supposed to be a generational player, one of the best ever, and to yeah. like reinvigorate a down storied franchise. There is a obviously ridiculous amounts of pressure on this kid, on this kid, and he looked the part. And it's a baseball game. He's throwing baseballs in the stands. He's wearing an old school weird like Joe DiMaggio jersey. So he's not in a basketball court. He's not shooting hoops. We've seen what he can do when he's out there. But half this job is is being an ambassador for the game, handling the spotlight, and he looked calm, confident, secure in that moment last night. Good news for the NBA. Thursday night going to be a pretty big night. As we mentioned, depth-wise, it might be a better draft in coming years, but star power-wise at the top, going to have some guys who you expect to be big-time players in the NBA, obviously with Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller right behind him. Let's go to the phones. Mike is in Minnesota. Mike, you're on CBS Sports Radio's The DA Show. What's going on, man? Oh, hi, guys. I just wanted to say, well, I'm happy for Sean. I'm kind of bummed for the show. It's been great. Yeah, I mean, Sean sucks anyway, Mike. He's going to be fine. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'll miss you. I hope, you know, I know all the guys will miss you more, but, um, you know, congrats on the bump up. And, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see who you get. I mean, I personally wouldn't mind seeing um, your buddy Pat in your seat, but we'll see how it works out. <laughs> the, I, the audition pushing. Are you Pat's dad? Oh. <laughs> I don't know how old Pat is. Are you but, one of you Pat's know, sons? Got... <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> I got it. Hey, fellas, listen, I'm I'm 62 years old. Oh, you so could be Pat's still dad. Still in play, still in yeah. play for both son and dad. We don't know. You know, I've got, uh, uh, let me see. Uh, my oldest is 32 this year, and my youngest just turned 30 in May. So Wow, congrats. Oh, a possibility, you know. Well, Mike, so, I just want to say, um, sports fan in Minnesota, obviously, if you're listening. Well, I'm an import. I used to live in Las Vegas and do a blackjack on the Strip, so I've been oh. here since 2005. I'm a... Actually, a Raiders fan was kind of bummed when they moved to Las Vegas. They've seen a couple games in Oakland, even though they went to my hometown. Right, that's the irony. Uh, you only got to leave yeah, Las Vegas uh, and be upset his favorite team went to Las Vegas. <laughs> All right, yeah, I was going to no, say, if you were a Viking fan, I'm sorry for your wild card loss, but you're not. No. No. Oh. I, I I had have had that conversation with Vikings fans. They're like, we're getting Kirk Cousins. And I grimaced. They're like, what'd you grimace for? I'm like, have you seen this guy playing Washington? Because <laughs> you're getting Kirk Cousins. <laughs> well, well, Kirk Cousins. well, Mike, I so. appreciate you taking the time to call and, and being a loyalist. And the DA show obviously will go on without me, but I really, really appreciate the kind words, man. That means a lot. All right. Well, you guys take care and uh, catch the rest of the show till I get to work this morning. Enjoy, so. man. Enjoy. All right. Guy probably screwed me at a table years ago. I would only hope so. <laughs> He had seven dollars of subway money sitting there, and he took it all. <laughs> what if that guy was sitting next to me the five hours I was at a table once in Vegas? Oh, jeez. Or he might have been the. I was at a, a bachelor party back in 2014 where I was with a guy who was so drunk he twitched and threw a whole piece of pizza on a felt table. <laughs> Dealer was not happy. Pete was at that bachelor party that with me. Pete was at that bachelor party with me, and that's a true story. Pete can back you up. 
pizza sauce all over the dealer went nuts yelling. Me and James Ward used to work on the show. They get up <laughs> off the table, take it elsewhere to a different casino. It was not me, by the way, but I was sitting at the table. Is, is this the trip? Didn't you, like, disappear for, like, 12 hours, Pete? Pete, Pete did, and that's when he came back and thought I was buying a bunch of cocaine, but it was in and out burger. <laughs> that's right. Well, because I, I got into that trip late. I was I, I worked, and then I came in when they were already there, so I needed sleep, so that's why yeah. where I disappeared. And on that, if everybody's wondering about the bond of people behind the scenes here, we were talking about a bachelor party 10, this is how long me and Pete go back, 10 years ago uh, in Vegas watching people throw pizza on and, and full disclosure... It's when I came home and had my first divorce. Yeah. Your only divorce. Only divorce. Well, and honestly, Pete, I, I don't mind sharing this if you don't either. <laughs> we know Sean doesn't we mind sharing. We started working full-time five years ago. There was a moment on this trip we're at. It's a bachelor party celebrating another former co-worker's impending nuptials. And Pete grabbed me, like, almost poetically outside the Bellagio fountains as they're going off to tell me what was going on in his life. So, like... You know, when we talk about me and Pete's bond and you see us get emotional a couple hours, I mean, I mean, that's 10 years ago. We have been through some serious life events knowing each other as we do. So when you hear me crush Pete and Pete crush me and we go back and forth, I mean, have you ever thrown a Lego at your brother when you're five years old? I mean, mm-hmm. that's exactly the kind of stuff we're talking about. There's a lot there. Yeah, man. Real. This is real life. This isn't just breaking down Victor Wembanyama's hands. You know what I mean? This is real life. Just and, apparently, it's uh, Pat Boyle's outfit is Pete. Okay, let's not get into <laughs> from 2019 on. Yeah. Please. Yeah. That's for another time. But why does Bogus almost feel like he's sickly enjoyed today? Is everybody I, sobbed their eyes he out? Yes. Because well, he stinks. My new favorite character is like sentimental Bellotti. I didn't expect this today. So. I'm I'm not Pete the Blobby. Yeah. Let's <laughs> just, you know, we'll leave 2019 for another time. Like that can be a side hey, B don't, somewhere don't, down We'll get to that on July 16th. Don't bring Pete the Blo- uh, the Blobby over to uh that other place. Yeah. Oh, uh DA will join us again in a half an hour to rehash the news of the morning. But for now, the sports news of the morning. Uh-huh. There you go. Patrick Boyle. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. A few days ago, the Brewers had not won a game where they trailed by more than a run since May 14th. Now they've done it twice in three days. And the first pitch to Contreras is lined into left center field. This is going to plug the gap. It one hops the wall. Two runs are going to score. Contreras into second. And the Brewers lead it 6-5. to five. We love plugging gaps. Lane Grindle, Brewers Radio. William Contreras with the go-ahead. <laughs> Always one. I mean, I, I, I might as well give it to you off the top. <laughs> William Contreras with the go-ahead two-run double in the bottom of the seventh. Brew Crew chugged back from 5-3 down to bite the D-back 7-5. Willie Adamas also had a pair of hits and scored two runs from Milwaukee. Meanwhile, Cattell Marte had a big night in the loss for Arizona. Three for five with a home run and three RBIs. Controversy in the windy city. Controversy in the windy city. Almost forgot how to speak English. White Sox trailed 6-4 in the eighth inning. They rallied for three runs, including the go-ahead RBI single from Zach Remillar that scored Elvis Andres as they beat the Rangers 7-6. Or did they? Andres was thrown out at the plate. The White Sox challenged, and video review review ruled that Texas catcher Jonah Heim blocked the plate illegally. So it was overturned. Andres safe. Texas manager Bruce Bochy, of course, got tossed afterwards, his 80th ejection of his career. Uh, we heard from Bochy in check earlier in the show, so here is Rangers catcher Jonah Heim on the controversial play. 
I set up like we're, we're taught to set up on the corner of the plate. I even backed up a little bit. He had all the front of the plate to slide into, so I'm not really sure what else I need to do there. But uh, it's unfortunate that that's the decision they're making and that kind of situation. We're going in the ninth inning tie game there. Boy, Jonah was some hill. Do we think Boyle's feeling the pressure already of unofficial auditions? Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Moss couldn't replace Mattingly. Oh, I just, boy, I mean, I, I, this isn't the job I would be doing if I were to be but replacing you. you. But you got to show your skills all together, and reading and talking would be involved in Don't being the new Sean. Don't do that to him. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a tough time talking today. All right. He's probably still got baby oil in his mouth. Words are hard. That is yeah. true, and in my eyes. That burned. Yeah. That burned big time. How did it get in your eyes? Gelb, Gelb dumped Gelb. it all over my head. Were yes. you mad at Gelb? No. Hmm. But then Gelb did want me to know that after he did that to you, he took the rest of the bottle of the garbage and poured it out to save you any further damage. I don't know how there was I anything left in that bottle. I don't think there was anything left in that bottle. That's... I watched the video a couple times. He literally squeezes it yeah. as hard as he can, and it looks like there's nothing can, left. Can we also ask you Gordon's hands, callousy or smooth? I, I'm going to choose not to remember. I think I blacked out during that time. <laughs> not from the alcohol. I think I blacked out during that time. Can oh. <laughs> I have PTSD no, from I'm... the massage <laughs> from the back the Canada? I'm that... honestly happy that Gelb saved me because it was starting to get a little awkward. Yeah. It was uh, with you Nancy have... around and then with uh, yeah, my mom. Yeah. Raz's daughter. If had his way, listeners. Everyone in my life it. was touching Boyle's yeah, nipples. Na- Nancy, <laughs> Nancy's hands were nice. And then once your, your wife brought over Peyton, I was like, okay. Then now this is this is time. And Gelb, <laughs> Gelb just dumps it all over my head. And it runs down into my eyes. So luckily your sister opened her doors for me. I showered. <laughs> oh, we're happy Gelb parked the cars when he did. As he told me later on. He got in an Uber, got home, and his parents both looked at him and said, we don't remember ever seeing you this drunk in your life. Yes. So he had himself a good time by the time Ooh. he was oiling you. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. So he had a good time. We all had a good time. It was good. But I do remember on video hearing you guys uh, interviewing Gordon after the oiling, and he goes, I might have to change teams now. Yeah. Whew. That was some line. These Pete, pecs, Pete these dumped that will, from the air. These pecs will do that to him, man. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you knew I was kidding about the body image. Joey Waller was not happy that I sold him out on that. Right? He DM'd me. Did he text you? He DM'd DM'd me. He was texting. He was not. He was like, come on, dude. So not everybody everybody takes body image uh, lightly like you do. I'm like, Pat knows we're kidding. No, I know. But barely not. He he was very worried about that. For the content, obviously, I was like, all right, let me run this up the flagpole. And I was in the gym, did a little, you know, a little NFL combine bench press. Based on that, flagpole is right. By the way, this one guy, (laughs) this one guy that, (laughs) this one guy. Put the camera on your pants. Yeah, that's not a camera angle NFL network uses. (laughs) 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 They don't have Daniel Jeremiah looking up somebody's short I also didn't have anybody to record in there. I'm not going to ask, hey, man, can you record me benching for this uh, for the show that I, that I work on? <laughs> so, anyway, Alex Bregman homered from Valdez, outdueled former Astro Justin Verlander. Houston bounced back from the 11-1 beatdown on Monday night. They beat the Mets 4-2. Marcus Stroman continuing to insert himself in the Cy Young conversation. He was dominant again. Seven shutout innings. Cubbies blanked the Buccos for the second straight night, 4 nothing. By the way, Pittsburgh has now lost eight in a row. Mm. Woof. So all the, the good feelings from that start are washed away. And in the Bronx, Garrett Cole with some spiciness for the Mariners and their manager, Scott Service. We picked things up in the seventh inning. Mariners hitter Jose Caballero with some mental warfare. He's trying to throw Cole off his rhythm as much as you can now within the pitch clock rules. So on an 0-2 count with two outs in the seventh, Cole launches one. 
that would have landed literally in the sixth row if not for the netting. It was that ridiculous. Then he goes on to strike out Caballero and later in the at-bat, and then he's wagging his finger at Scott Service as the Mar- and the Mariners' That was bench. a service announcement. Yep. Yankees it's back, not Morty, funny. Thank you. You want me to be sad, but then that happens? I'm supposed yeah. to miss that? Yeah. You know how emotional Pete is? That tuba should have been playing like at least six times in this hour. Morty is cutting onions. Hmm. <laughs> Yankees beat Seattle 3-1. Cole, 7 and a third with 8 Ks. NFL news. Uh, again, Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill under investigation on allegations of assault and battery at a Miami Beach marina. That's according to a spokesperson for the Miami-Dade Police Department. Uh, apparently, allegedly hit a marina employee during a disagreement that took place Sunday. And as of this morning, the employee has declined to press charges. Meanwhile, the speculation continues to ramp up with DeAndre Hopkins, the Free agent wide receiver has visited so far with the Patreon, uh, Patriots, Patriots and Titans. And then he put out a tweet yesterday that reads, who was ever in my future wide receiver group, I promise I will make your job easy. And tweet, no other planned <laughs> visits uh, as of this moment for Hopkins. Men's College World Series in Omaha, a pair of elimination games last night. Number five, LSU, volunteered to send Tennessee packing. Shut them out 5 like nothing. Thank you. And TCU ended the nice story that was Oral Roberts with a 6-1 win. Uh, Later tonight, two more games. Top two teams in the country have not lost in the College World Series yet. Number one, Wake Forest plays number five, LSU. And number two, Florida takes on TCU. And now, yeah, let's get stunned. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. I mean, we got to get an update on this submarine that's gone missing, right? Yeah. I mean, that effect has taken the country and North America by storm here. (laughs) I was very late to this party on this story. It took me till this morning. I I didn't get invested until... Yeah, I didn't get invested until yesterday. So basically, for those of you still not in the know, you had a submarine that was a tourist attraction for the Titanic. And very expensive. A, very expensive. $250,000 per person. You've got very rich people, five of them on this submarine. They're in lost. The, in the main corridor. Yes, they are lost. This submarine has gone missing. And apparently now there is less than 24 hours to find these five people lost on board of the Titanic tourist submersible. U.S. Coast Guard says it has detected underwater noises in the search area and that a report in the U.S. claims that there is a banging sound heard at 30-minute intervals, but they have not found them yet. Um, Wow. Yeah. So Hamish Harding, who is uh, one of the founders of the – or the founder of the Explorers Club, a a British – club if you will okay i don't know exactly what they do company but yeah very rich um the president of that club says there is cause for hope um others missing british-based pakistani businessman shazada dawood and his son suleiman the others are the french submersible pilot paul Henri narjolet and chef executive of ocean gate expeditions stockton rush so it was noted that they had about 96 hours of emergency oxygen on board which would be enough to last until Tomorrow morning. So I want to. One thing is going to be very stupid. The other thing is going to be a statement. So this submarine left out of like Britain or England? No, I think it. I think it leaves off a bigger ship. Like they, they, you sail to the site and then this gets dropped in the water and you go down. Because this was like, and this is not to make light. Because it's a very serious situation. This was like a running bit. 
is the Titanic, isn't that closer to America than it is? It is, yes. Okay, but it's yes. really in the middle of, like, the ocean where... Uh, I mean, it's, it's... Like, would the ship that takes them leave from America or leave from England? That I don't know. Okay. But you are technically closer to North America than Europe, the, the actual wreck site. Okay, I hope that these people get found here in the next 24 hours, clearly. Are we good with Titanic stuff now? Paying money to go see the wreckage? I mean, it feels like we... At what point is it we get it, the ship sunk with the Titanic, where we are so interested in seeing this boat at the bottom of the water? This well, might be it. Well, I mean, uh, you can... Right? I mean, we're good now. Full state. You can want to know about the Titanic, but don't... Like, a guy spent 500 k for hitting yeah. his son to go to the bottom of the ocean to see it, which, at first thought, cool, but it ain't worth 500 k Yeah. And they gave 500 k to a guy that seems to be pretty reckless with... Their whole exactly. setup, and now they're not back on the surface. Exactly. Yet. I mean, that's a scary thing. It's like the people that shoot themselves in outer space, like not for nothing. If something happens to them, you spent a lot of money in that ship. Like, I, I feel bad if you don't make it yeah. back. But like, this isn't the same as just you know taking a rental car from a DFW Airport and going to see Dealey Plaza. Right. <laughs> and at least, I mean, I guess in defense of this thing, like I see the Titanic at the bottom of the ocean. The space one is dumb. You go yeah. up. You're like, oh, I broke, like, you bring out of the atmosphere and you go right yeah. back down. Like, I got to take me to see an alien if you're going to take me out of but space. But here's the other thing. People, because of what I'm reading, if you sunk to, like, the bottom where the Titanic is, they're yeah. saying, like, it's so dangerous they couldn't even pull you back up. Like, there were supposed to be balloons that brought them back up or whatever. Yes. That that's part of the danger. So how far up are you from the Titanic that you could actually even see it if it's that dangerous to be, like, on, like, ground level with it. Well, that's that you why you're in up. the submarine thing. I the understand. submarine can get you that far down. And it it's, like, remote control. That's what it's designed right? for. Yeah, and it has, a, it has, like, an engine. And I guess somebody had said that on a... Somebody who had been on this thing before said, like, we lost contact for, like, an hour, and then all of a sudden it came back and we were fine. So then, now, this one is never, never reconnected. That is crazy. And I'm wondering, too, if they know where it is, can they get it... Get, you know, get it back well, US, up from there. The U.S. Coast Guard said this morning, Canadian P-3 aircraft detected underwater noises in the search area. As a result, ROV, which is Remote Operating Vehicles Operations, were relocated in an attempt to explore the origin of the noises. These searches have yielded negative results, but continue. I'm just going to say this. You pay $250,000 for the Titanic experience. You got what you paid for. Jeez. I, I mean, I that's hate it. That's I what hate, they paid for. Yeah, I mean. He's not wrong. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm trying not to say the wrong thing. I, I get what you're saying. I These are still human lives on board. I get all that. I I just look at it this way. If you have that kind of money to spend on that, I mean, I'm I, I'm angry that I missed the boat on saving 100 bucks on Sunday ticket. So I... We did, didn't we? You did. We did. <laughs> so, like, I'm upset about that. Although... Couldn't imagine. Listen, you kind of don't need it now because you got to watch Jets Giants only. I'm still watching everything. But you're right. Boy, oh, boy. I you watch every snap less. of Jet football here. Yeah. Get your Aaron Rodgers takes ready, man. Boy, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys don't have to talk. The Giants and Jets won't be mentioned for a second here in September and October, November. Well, not allowed to be. Going to be a bad scene. What are you guys going to do Super Bowl Monday if it's Rodgers versus Daniel Jones in the Super Bowl? Take a day off. <laughs> we'll pull, we'll pull a beat. We'll go to a wrestling event and miss the show. That's right. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. When we come back, are the Reds now the anti-A's? It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Choose your weapon. Peeps with salsa or a kielbasa to the face. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. After timing, it's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Raz and Bogus DA going to join us at the top of the next hour. 
Oh, busy day of news around the DA. As you can imagine, when DAs usually off, things break. Mm. Can I give you some good news, though? Yeah. Uh, I came across a post from a Twitter uh, poll, I should say, from a Twitter account, at WFAN Memes. Do you yeah. like Sean Marash on radio? I voted no to get the result. <laughs> but I'm in the minority. 65 to 35, nearly 400 wow. voters like you on radio. Really? Yeah. So they want to hear you at least. Maybe not see you, That's but good. they do want to at least hear you. Yeah, so the running joke is as much as some of you might be heartbroken at the news today, which we'll get to more in the next hour, there were more people uh, than I w- maybe should have expected that were not exactly thrilled with the news that they'd be hearing more of me over there. <laughs> which I think also makes this so difficult, you know? Uh, but that's, yeah, that's the way it goes. Now, DA in the past, and deservedly so, has railed on the Reds in the way they've handled things and their ownership and their executives. They were the A's before the A's were this year. Uh, but here are the Reds, and we had Joey Votto was a big story yesterday. They are in first place at 39 and 35 in a very bad NL Central, but in first place, a team that has struggled for a long time. Remember last year, they trade their ace pitcher, Luis Castillo, and they are in first place. So yesterday, what, instead of getting more, you know, Reds fans having their noses thrown in at the team's not good, the general manager declares, we're looking to add. We're going all in here. We're looking to add. So while the fan base had to feel like they had been disrespected the last couple of years, the Reds have put themselves in a position and the players on that team have put themselves in a position where that fan base and that roster, the anti-A's, the unathletics, if you will, where that ownership group won't put a cent into trying to help that team and didn't even try this year to win baseball games. The Reds are part of this amazing burst of MLB parody bogus this year, and good sign Cincinnati's a good baseball town that they're looking to add here. And again, fueled by the NL Central being yeah. a mediocre best division, that certainly helps, but they've also won 10 games in a row, um, and they need help. I mean, that you can't, no matter where you are in your kind of trajectory, you never know what next year's going to bring. Right. So, like, you have to kind of go as all-in as possible when those situations present themselves. Right. And right now, the situation presented to the Reds is to win the NL Central and get yes. into the postseason. And specifically, they need some starting pitching. They need some veteran guys. And they just need arms because of some injuries. And that's where they got to look. Now, it's early, and things can change before it actually gets to trade season. We're still, in fact, as you leave us, we'll be, we'll be you know, within a week of MLB trade deadline. So get me through these next five weeks for multiple reasons, puns, and more Reds games to be played and we'll see where they stand there. But this is the way they should be talking right now. Yeah, absolutely. So I find that refreshing. Look, my baseball team might stink. You and Pete's baseball team might stink. Mm-hmm. But this has been between the rule changes and the now balanced schedule, a good year for a lot of fan bases. And we mentioned the Angels a little while ago as well. And the Reds fans will take part in that as well. All right, we come back. Top of the hour. DA will rejoin the program and, you know, kind of... Go over for our audience that may be just waking up the DA show news of the day. Stun to a news, or maybe not for some of you, but we'll continue to digest and break it all down. If you don't know, then I'm going to leave you with a tease. Otherwise, you do know. It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 